Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome to the Dumb Good Podcast. Your favorite Hare Krishna lifestyle podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brenna Rupa. And I'm Narayan. Welcome to our very first episode of Mayapur's very first podcast. Basically, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. our, it's like Mayapur's first podcast. Yeah, yes. I think so. I don't, I don't know that there's another one. For legal reasons, we might check or delete this <laughs> later. <laughs> but let's just go with that. <laughs> it's allegedly, right? It's, it's allegedly. Like the, it's allegedly the like the first. It's allegedly the first one. <laughs> so now I'll be furiously checking so we don't get sued. But uh, yeah, so I'm Narayan. Um, I work for the TOVP. I live in Mayapur to keep a, a long story very short. Um, I love Mayapur. I live here. And um, I'll continue living here. And I've said that three times. I've got to move on. Um, I work for the TOVP. And uh, in my free time, I do absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Uh, I'm a mom. I work at Smith, Sri Mayapur International School. Um, You know me from uh, Dom Good Productions, our YouTube channel. You've seen me. Uh, make videos about uh, temples around Mayapur, and if you have time, check it out. Uh, we've got check it out. Make the time. Yeah. We need the help. And uh, I'm trying to like expand this channel and make it more, give more varieties. I thought we could do it like a just a very chill lifestyle. Talk about the lives of Hare Krishna devotees, devotees in Mayapur Dam, and yeah. You know, something to play on when you're not drinking your morning coffee. Yeah, we don't do it's that. It's not like a serious, like Bhagavatam class type no. thing. You know? But we will have reflective moments. Yes. So of course, of course, of course. Warning, triggers. If you're triggered, we'll tell you when to not be triggered. <laughs> okay. No, some people don't like it, right? Like, you know, you get people in Prabhus and they want to get spiritual and they want to preach and they're like, I'm gonna start, you know reciting and then people switch off yeah. so like don't do that yeah no uh but uh we'll get there anyways moving along smoothly <laughs> <laughs> so i thought we'd start every um podcast with kind of a getting to know you type question so okay we all get to know each other just some kind exactly. of big question um so my question to start us off with i don't know what you think about this question but I was thinking about how recently in the U.S. they had the lottery, and it was like over a billion dollars. A billion dollars? A bill- I swear to you, it was like $1.2 billion, and somebody won. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. Hello, friend. <laughs> I was wondering, like, like, what if I have, like, gambling karma? You know, like, I didn't gamble ever in my life, and I'll just play the lottery, like, one time. So if you gamble and win the lottery and give half to Krishna, is it still gambling? <laughs> Or is it gambling and then do you like, does it cancel out because you are blessed with winning the lottery? Yeah, Krishna gave the money. (laughs) Right? Isn't that how the stock markets work anyways? (laughs) Anyway, so my question is, if you won the lottery, what would you do? With the money, with your life? Love this question. Okay. I actually totally like analyze this because I love thinking about ways of making money where I don't need to work. Mm. So winning the lottery is definitely high up on my on my list of um, things that may never happen. <laughs> um, so first things first, I give half to the TOVP. Yeah. Like, you just want a billion dollars. Yeah. If you just cut it in half and just appreciate you getting $500 million, you'll be okay. Yeah. I, I think, so, you know, in America there was a statistic, just like, you know, 
side side note here. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people win the lotteries in America, and there was this statistic that I saw that within five years, those people that win the lottery end up right back where they started. And not only that, mm -hmm. they are really in bad debt because they want to take the money and they want to spend it, yeah. right? And then I remember this crazy thing where Michael Jackson well, was broke, you know, or whatever. He applied for Chapter 13 because he was bankrupt or whatever it was. And he was selling his diamond-encrusted glove. And I was thinking, you fool. You make good music, but you don't. Because you could have spent that money to learn a whole new language. No one can take that away from you. Right. You know? So I would invest in things that people would not be able to take away invest myself in a business course invest in some assets what are you gonna do with like you know 10 houses and 12 cars and a yacht you know like then you gotta maintain it and it gets taken away yeah. so first thing give it to krishna you know prop out one of the tovp i work mm -hmm. for the tovp so i'm a little biased and then are you gonna give us like tovp like T-O-V-P. <laughs> <laughs> Other than you can feel free to donate. Feel free to donate. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm trying to say when I hear T-O-V-P. <laughs> Everyone wants the gossip T-O-V-P. I want the tea. No. The gossip. No. The drama. Legally, I can't answer that question. <laughs> okay, so I got $500 million. Let's be honest. I'm going to spend it. <laughs> you can spend all that money, though. I'll damn drill try. <laughs> I'll try. That's $500 million. Yeah. I just dump it all in Mayapur. I'm sorry. I'm so brainwashed. I love it. I love Mayapur. I love my people. We need good roads. We need good schools. You know, the some of the schools here, they could do with a paint job. At yeah. least. $500 million. Yeah, I'm sure. The floor's a little cracked. It's a little ratchet. Yes, like invest in your town. Like, yeah. you know, like do something. When I went to Prayagraj in Varanasi, mm -hmm. I saw like all of the trees were painted, mm. right, in the bottom. And not just like, you know, white against rats. They had little designs, they had Krishna on it, they had little mandalas, Sri Radha, Jai Krishna Ram and all that. Right. Why don't we paint the trees up and down Tarampur Road, make it pretty? Like, it costs nothing to make things just nice, you know. Yeah. Protect the ghat and the Ganga because they be slapping that sand every <laughs> night, you know, to avoid the police. Like, so yeah, $500 million, half the TOBP, take care of my family, make sure if I ever go broke, I own stuff, like I'll buy a house and own it, mm. you know, and that's it. Invest and make my money, make money. Because in five years, I don't want to be broke again. I'm doing that now. Yeah. And I can't do that. After having $500 million to get broke again. Wait, so like, okay, when you finished school, did you have like a bunch of debt and stuff? I don't know if you want that on the podcast. I can cut it out. <laughs> you just let me know so, if you want to know. I, mean, I was curious because you went all the way through law school, took exams. I went through law school. Thing, like... um, I had a very good offers from America that helped financially support me in school. Okay. There were scholarship programs. Great. Yes, I did borrow. Yes, I paid them back. Okay. I'm in the process of paying others back, but that's mm -hmm. all good, you know. Like, right. I mean, a legal education isn't cheap, but you know, exactly. like, um, it, it was good. I went to London. I came back. I'm back in the village. It Is it great. cheaper in London than the U.S. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, but I did like London. 
London was good. I bet. London was very good. But it's very um, cultured. Actually, I'm sorry, I do have an answer to your question. Mm. That is a yes. It's cheaper in London. You know why? Mm. Because uh, you don't have to go to uni for as long as you do in America. You want to get a law degree in London, it's like four years. <laughs> you want to get a law degree in, the same law degree mm. in America is seven years. Yeah. So that's an extra three years you're paying for nothing. Yeah. So I'm very pro education for our youth. Like, yeah. whatever you want to study, whatever you want to do in life. Yeah. Go out and do it. Yeah. Go and find your passion. Study under someone. Learn something. Get out of Whatever. here. It doesn't have to be Get university. Get out of here. It can be like, um, what do they call them? What do they call it? Uh, trades. You actually know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> that was really good. So yeah, learn a trade. Go to uni. Don't go to uni, but do learn something that brings you yeah. into passion. And that's what I did. Yeah. Mine was law because I'd be loving to argue. And uh, <laughs> now I make money happen. <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's like village money, but... Yes, right. but village money. Yeah. I, I couldn't live in the, in the, in the UK. What I made couldn't. you want to move to Mindport? <laughs> um, I'm, I love my home. I couldn't walk around like this in London. No. I, I couldn't do that. No, no. I remember walking into an interview. I was um, LPC qualified, which means I had the qualifications to be a lawyer. And I was in a batch of 30. The only other, there was only one other person who had an LPC. The rest were all um, just little fishies that had just started their law degree. They didn't mm. have an LLB, they didn't have undergraduate. And I went in there, and you had to do three rounds of testing. The first they do like, you know, some intellectual, you know, analytic stuff and you have to like, you know, answer questions about business, you know, if this business is blah, blah, blah. So I got through the first round. Then in the second round, you had to give a presentation. And I showed up with my suit, tie, everything, super uncomfortable. Like girls, you will never understand a man's I'm, I mean, some men do like it, but I find it's a noose. You wear the tie, you wear the I suit. Think about that the other You're day. so like boxed in. Yeah, yeah. No wonder they murdered twelve people one day. You know, like they're just stressed out. Just loosen up your tie, brother. You'll be all right. But I went all suited and booted, and I was nice. And I had my Sika with me. I had tied it up, and I was quite proud of it. And I remember the reaction in the room. It was like, "What is this person? What is he dressed like?" I'm proud of my Sika. I know a lot of guys feel shy in front of comments, but I'm very proud of mm -hmm. it. Like, we're talking, I told you, brainwash. But uh, I go in there and I explain to them that I'm a Hare Krishna, I speak right. seven languages, and I've traveled around the world, and I have this international community. They hated it. There was one guy who was, who was like, yeah, we can see you've got these experiences, but, you know, what real experience do you have? You know, he wasn't, he wasn't really, like, vibing with it at all. Weird. Yeah, I really wasn't vibing with it. And I, I didn't get uh, an offer to proceed after that presentation. But the girl, I found out later, the girl who came in and gave a presentation about getting over her fear of snakes. <sighs> she got the job. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going home to my court. <laughs> I work in the TOBP in yeah. a legal department under an extremely sharp man legally, very experienced, mm -hmm. 
Srila Prabhupada himself placed him in charge of legal aspects, right. government liaison. I'm working for the biggest project in Mayapur, which is the TOVP. Yeah. You know, like and in the heart of all of India is like looking forward to it. Really. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so I, I'm really happy. Krishna really plucked me out of that one. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you guys give to the youth on deciding like where to start like their journey on like what they want to do in their life? Because I think that's something that many of them struggle with. And it would be nice to get advice on that. And how did you guys figure out what you wanted to do? Yeah, what did you do? Look, I'm still trying to figure it out. This <laughs> morning. So disclaimer, I'm the same. By the way, that was a lovely talk. But behind yeah. all that, like, <laughs> I think I honestly feel like nobody really is like, this is what I meant to do, and then they just do it. Like, and then right. that's where it is. You know? Do you remember that pressure? Or did you ever have that pressure? Like, what am I gonna do with my life? That in America starts from like ninth grade. You start taking all these like career tests and stuff, and like. They really, like, get into, like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? Where are you going to go? And I feel like it's like that with, like, even, like, like English yeah, education. Do no, no. Here's yeah, like, they don't do nothing. They're like, we don't care. Which I want to, like, be involved in. But, like, <laughs> but, like even, like, I noticed with, like, European-type education, it's sort of the same way. Where it's like, okay, now we're going to put you in this trade starting from ninth grade. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, what if you change your mind by, like, tenth You're grade? You're so right. Here in India, they do streams, right? Yeah. They call it streams. You're on the law stream, the doctor stream, yeah. or the science stream. stream, or whatever, and it's and like, like swim. What do you want? How would you know? You know? <laughs> you know, which is why I kind of, even though they do all this like hardcore like testing and whatever in America, at least there's the flexibility of I get to college and maybe I change my mind, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. It's not like well, I ended up with this stream, but I actually really love something else, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was just watching a show on Netflix. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. That was supposed. <laughs> what was that? That was somehow my version of trying to excuse myself for watching that. But, but uh, <laughs> what a crime! <laughs> so it was this glass blowing competition, and the guy was an engineer, and he was like, "I can't deal with this. It's boring. So I'm going to now go and shape glass and make glass yeah. stuff. You know and." I thought that was cool, you know, just switch careers. Yeah, and just try something else. For me, I just, uh, I've been all over the place, I'll be honest with you, I just, and it's kind of because I'm a psycho, like, I, I was in school and then I was like, I, I have a fear of, like, being trapped, you know? Okay. So it's like, I get that. I, I saw myself just sticking to this place forever being tied down by insurmountable debt. I was like, I gotta get out of here! <laughs> so, so that just regularly happens to me constantly. It's my lifestyle. I'll just like pick up a job and be like, I gotta get out of here! Run away. And everyone's like, where are you going? <laughs> you were so good at this. So I, I mean, I feel like I've done everything just to see, you know, like my dream was to be a doctor. Actually, my dream, I'll tell you what. My real dream, I'll tell you this. I think you shouldn't ignore your childhood dream. My childhood dream was to be a comedian. Really? Really. really. I, I literally see that. I used see to that. watch like sitcoms. Like, I loved them. Like I just loved hearing the laughter. I used to like remember the lines and like imitate it for my parents later. I just like I You should be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. 
Oh my god. But I ignored it. My mom was like, you'll never get money in that. So then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just never have money. And I'll go to <laughs> yes, so then I was like, broke. I wanted to be the president. But then the, I found out, <laughs> like, the president had to be born in America, and I wasn't born in America. Really? Really? Are you an American citizen? I'm an American citizen, but I was born in Trinidad. I can be the president. <laughs> you could. You could be my vice president. <laughs> I think I have. And then to I'll be, just like go off. You I know, can't be the vice president. And you'll just deal with stuff because in the once, because it has to be okay. Vice president, president, and speaker of the house all have to be born in, in the U.S. Yeah. Can you be like because the vice like, vice president? I could be a senator. Could you help me up with a senator job? <laughs> senator Premaroma in the, I the, the news again. Benefits. <laughs> Yeah. This time with my poor, you should get into like, management. <laughs> no, no. If you can't handle our management, you'll never be the president. Oh, no, no. So, like, I good never want right to get involved in like. No, I can't. I can't. I care too much. I care too much. It's true. I care too much to be and we should. If you're watching this, we need to start caring a whole lot more than we do now. But uh, we take it one step at a time. We start with the show. Yeah, I've yeah. seen like what. Just from my experience in like life, because I was a very bright-eyed optimist. Like you were born in the movement, I wasn't. I joined. Really? Yeah. No way. Really? Yeah. You look like you were like mass-produced factory <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I joined. Like, I mean, my story is a little bit weird. Like, my dad uh, in Trinidad, devotees distributed books to him, so that's how he kind of learned about Krishna consciousness, and he got into it. But then after Prabhupada left. You know, the temple started getting kind of... He's a proper disciple? He's not. Or like from the time? He's from that time. Oh, so he, did he ever meet Prabhupada? No, Prabhupada had planned to go to Trinidad, but the government wouldn't give him a visa. So he ended up going to Venezuela. So all the devotees had gone to Venezuela to get initiated. And my dad decided not to go. Okay. I guess. I guess. I think that's... I believe that's the story he For told whatever me. reason. Okay. So... Yeah, but then the temple that. started to get, yeah, the temple started to get, you know, how things sort of start falling apart after the Acharya leaves, and he just didn't like how things were being managed anymore, and he left. Okay. But then I ended up finding his old books, and then I became a devotee. And, yeah, he's still very favorable to devotees. He loves, you know, devotees and Mayapur and Krishna and mm. learning, and, you know, he's still a devotee, you know. And my family is there at... The least very pious. That's nice. Very pious Hindu it's people. It's nice but to see that still, you know, yeah. like there's still some piety in the world. There's some crazy stuff going on in the world, oh. let me tell you. Like, but it's nice to see a little bit of piety left, you know, you can see these pockets of families, like it's really, really nice to see them. Like just now in Julan, man, that, that that's a whole other topic, you know, but yeah. like. We'll get there. You will get there. We'll get to that. Somehow. <laughs> but either way, so like as a child, I wanted to, do, to to be a comedian. And then my mom was like, no. And then I was like, oh, I want to be the president. But then I can't be the president. And then I wanted to be like a lawyer. I wanted to be a doctor. Well, I wanted to be a lawyer so that I could be the president. That's what it was. Really? I mean, we're talking eighth grade, so I didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be a lawyer and then I'm going to be the president. One, two, step. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. And I stuck with that. And I went to school with that. And then I was like, I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be tied down, you know? And then I was like, well, maybe I'm really good at teaching. So then I got into teaching. Uh, and then meanwhile, I was into, and then I became like a, a pharmacy tech. 
Cause I really yeah. you did it all. That's I'm so done, cool. I did everything. Like that is so cool. So I worked in a pharmacy and I learned all about that. I'm like, dang, doctor business is dirty business. Yeah. Like medicine, pharmacy, like it's all just it. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't particularly love that. I was good at my job, but I didn't like what was going on like in the pharmacy realm. And then. I trained to be a Pujari here, okay. and then I went to... In Mayapur? In Mayapur, yeah. Okay. Uh, I took that Pujari training course. Oh, yes. I think yeah. I remember. Yes, yes. And then I went to Miami, and I was a Pujari for two years, and then again, I got that feeling of, I'm going to be stuck here forever! <laughs> <laughs> and I realized Pujari was not for me. <laughs> you know, and again, like, being involved in management and the politics of that, it, it's not for me. I, like, I'm way too chill for that, and I care too passionately about things. To be involved in management. Like, in management, you have to care about nobody. <laughs> you have to care about the bottom line. That's what you have to care about. So, it, that's, that's not who I am. So, Pajari wasn't for me, you know, and then, um, yeah, but uh, I ended up here, and because I had that teaching background, I ended up at Smith's, even though it's not my passion, really, I would say. Um, but then I for all the kids watching, sorry, no, they very well know. I'm like, I'm here for the money. <laughs> I didn't even bother to learn your names. Hey, tenth grade or whatever. <laughs> Teacher don't like it though. It's not like I'm not. It's not like I don't care about them or I'm not trying or whatever. I just like, but I'm just like, this is not for me. Again, politics and management, blah 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 blah. But. I decided to revisit in my old age. Yeah, old <laughs> in my old age. <laughs> revisit old age. that idea. Because I always, in my mind, I was always coming back to, I want to do stand-up. I want to be a comedian. I want to do this. I want to do that. I have all these ideas. You're a funny girl. you got to be funny. I try, you know? So then, I, you know, this time I came back and I was like, I'm really going to commit to it. You know, bought myself a simple little setup, and I was like, "Look, if it doesn't work out, at least I have a phone to use." <laughs> you know, it's to put a SIM card in and use it. You know what I mean? It, it's perfect. I think your story is making a complete revolution because I'm very much involved in this exact question, advising youths on what they should do, and it always comes down to the same thing: you always know what your passion is. Mm -hmm. For some reason or other, our parents, our society, financial constraints, um, and, and other elements make us depart from that. And that's actually really scary because I can see, you must have learned so much. I did too. Oh my God, I'm I did some crusty jobs, okay? Like I remember like trying to sell bathroom cleaning wipes <laughs> and mops in like a were you like a door to door they still no, have no, that no, 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 no. oh god no like oh yeah and I worked at Target during the pandemic you so worked at Target at headquarters yeah at headquarters yeah did you get anything free they gave us an oculus for it's it's the virtual reality headset oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is <laughs> they're expensive they're no fancy is. my old age so they give us all <laughs> kinds of stuff uh, yeah and we had our little you know discount Stuff. Not bad. It was pretty good. It was a good job. You learn a lot with these yeah. things. Like, yeah. you, know, you really... But ultimately, it comes down to like that fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That's how I always say. like, There's going to be a bunch of people that are going to like react to this. But I say, get your chart done. <laughs> like, get your chart done. <laughs> Just do it. Just get your chart you done. You think so? I, I'm so... I, I told did, you. Did your chart say... What did your chart... What did your chart say? This is what and I I'll feel. tell you what my chart says. 
They say you got a funny girl. No! <laughs> we should check your chat. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what it's saying. I feel like you want to find out what your life purpose is. Find out what you're good at. Something like a chart. You, a lot of people go crazy on the chart. You're like, I am not advocating that. Like, I've seen the mamas, the aunties, the grandmas, the dads. They all do your pucha and your rings. I have right but like you know and you have to like completely like conform to this chart life whereas i feel like a chart is basically your basic character stats in a game you know like you're the witch you're the uh the warrior you're the paladin or you're the berserker and you have your base stats like that's your chart like okay. find out what you're good at and you will always gravitate naturally towards that it's much less effort to do something that you're already good at mm -hmm. than to try out of a false sense of wanting some really overblown idea of success like now success is doctor liar engineer mm -hmm. so that's it three jobs everything else okay architect but you know architect you know it's like doctor liar engineer mm -hmm. you know like your success is defined by how well you do something because you can do it so well. You know, like, look at Picasso. You put him in a law school, he's just gonna blend into gray. Mm. But I put a paintbrush in his hand, right. and because he was so good at that, he changed the whole world for like what's happened, what's gonna be like centuries. Right. So you really have to work with, that's why I say chart. That's the only reason I say chart. Like, know what your planets are. If your planets say you're not such a good communicator, then you gotta work on your communication. If it's good in like these areas, then you know, you gotta work on your, you know, like whatever aspect it is. Like, what is your chart saying? Mindset, as far as a job, like okay. work, it said um, I'm creative. So that was right. Good. Um, and you are. It keeps telling me I should do something with cooking. Uh, I'm horrible at cooking. Stand-up comedy cooking. What stand-up comedy Oh my cooking? god. You trying to cook something that? and you trying to make a dosa and it flops and you're just making jokes and you be snacking and we're getting recipes and we're lolling. Like, how many times have you seen a cookie show like, and now you add the flour and you mix for two hours and then we're gonna bake it at 315 grains for 45 minutes and then cut to like 40 minutes. So now it's been 45 minutes and we just baked it at 3 minutes. And now we're gonna take it out. Now look, like for two minutes, like the food or whatever is there on the camera. And then they open it's it. Like, up. Me. <laughs> I just want the recipe so I can make it. You know, like you on a cook show with like comedy, you see the chart was right. <laughs> and every chart has told me, like every single person I've gone to, they all said the same you should do something with cooking. And my, even my groom Maharaj, you know, I used to like cook for him. But that was different because it's not like I'm good at it, but it was Oh my god, something... you're not good at cooking? That's no. even better! <laughs> no, I'm not good at cooking, but I was doing it for him as an offering, you know? Okay, Just, nice. So it was like very meditative and intense and terrifying, you know? That's so good. But like to put that, you know what I, do you know what I'm saying? But like yes. to act like I'm like, oh yeah, I know all about cooking, let me tell you, blah, no. blah, blah. Everyone you know? wants to see that, you know, do, like, if you do not know how to cook, that just makes it 10 times more attractive. <laughs> Baby. It's like no, and that's that's not salt. That's sugar. <laughs> that happened to me once. <laughs> it was so bad. 
I was, my guru David called me to go serve in the land in 2018, and I was like, it was a Dwight Acharya's appearance day, and I was like, I'm gonna make these banana muffin cookies, these are like Ooh, my, those are hard, <laughs> these are like my staple, and, but they have two bags of so, uh, salt and sugar, and they're not labeled, and they look the same, I mean, oh god, you know, yes, Which and that one? fine sugar, yeah, yes, I've been put there. the salt, put half a cup of salt, it was rough. Oh, Everyone was like, maybe we can salvage it, put some frosting on. I was like, no, 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 toss it. We're not offering this to anybody. Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel it your was, pain. It was rough. It was pain. rough. So, yeah. Get your chart done. No, okay, if you don't get your chart done, at least know what you're good at. Yeah. Truly. You and know? don't ignore, like, I mean, I know when you're a little, like, you're like, I want to be a fire truck. Like, I'm not talking about that, but, like, intrinsically, I think you you're very. You want to be a fire truck. You're, you're very close to yourself. Like your true character when you're a child, I yes. think, you know, like maybe you don't want to be a fire truck, but you want to help people, you know. Well, I wanted or to be something. a chef in Canada. Okay, you wanted to cook or something, but you know what I'm saying? But like, yes, but you do know what you're good at, what yeah. you enjoy doing. Exactly. You know, you go somewhere, and the proprietor of the store welcomes you and hello, sir. He makes an effort mm -hmm. to really serve you let's say a restaurant yeah. you know and you go to some other place and they just slap a food in a bowl and throw it at you you know it's kind of like it makes all the difference in the world when your heart is in what you do there is real meaning to that phrase not that phrase that saying you know do what you love and you'll never work a day in your thinking life about that, yeah. you know yeah so yeah that that's that would be my advice to the youth out there like you know spend some y'all young Mm -hmm. Y'all don't know diddly squat. Mm -hmm. So take a moment to first figure that out first. Before you try to make the jump to something. You've got unsure footing already. Know who you are. Know what you're good at. Don't do it to please your parents or whatever. Although there is some flexibility, some family circumstances. You got to adjust. That is mm -hmm. life. But it's a lot better if you know how to use something to get to something else than to just not know. And then, like me, you're selling bathroom cleaners in a Home Depot in the middle of, what is it, Farnsworth, which is three hours away from London. <laughs> I had to go there. But it's life experience, you know? And I mean, that's that's something, though. Like, let's say you're like, this is what I really want to do. I've done it my whole life. And like I was with the Pujari thing. I was, and I would, like, watch Pujari and be like, wow, you know? And they're amazing. And they really are, They though. get to touch Krishna. I know, and, that's and, cool. and I did it. I was like, dang, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be up at 2 a.m. Dragging my little body. I can't do Mongol Arts anymore. I'm like, he's out here trying to purify me. Yeah. Like, hey. I, I, this is the only <laughs> one I know. <laughs> Korma. What about the one where you snap? How <laughs> can I take her one? You snap in the 10 directions. She's like, that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I really thought I was gonna be, like, a Pujari, and I was gonna, like, and I got there, I was like, I can't do this. God bless, you know, all the Pujaris that stay at their temples, and they're there for a long time, and they're in it till the end, like, God bless you, yeah. good for you for doing that. That wasn't me. And, um, sometimes you just need that life experience to confirm that that's not for you, and you're really meant to do something else, and it's okay to just wander a little bit before you 
really settle on awesome. something. But sometimes, I mean, and another thing is, don't make it about money. Don't be like, oh yeah, I want to be an engineer so I can get money. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, you know, you're right. You are right. In a way, I'm just thinking like there's some people who are like, I don't care about money. I just want to do pottery in Cambodia. Like, no, child, your face needs a beat. Like, you need to earn. That's the only reason we're schlepping in universities and working for somebody else's right. dream. Yeah. Like, to make some money, support yeah. your parents, support yourself. Like, don't, you know, mm-hmm. there are people like that. I've yeah. met people like that. Right. Like, so no, like it's all very common sense if you just think about it. Yeah, yeah. you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Cambodia. <laughs> that was oddly specific. No, but like I've heard this kind of crap, you know. No, no, like, I know, I know, because I used to do like university. Uh, I used to do like university <laughs> advising at Smith, and it was like, what do you want to be? Do that now? I mean, they did at one point, oh. and they don't. But like at the time, and I asked the student, like, "What do you want to do?" And he's like, "My chart says I should be a drummer." And I was like, "You will not survive. <laughs> you will not survive." You guys you can't see Davies' face. I am matching her face. There's two people going this. You will not survive. You're just gonna turn up with a couple of sticks and drum. You see, that's another thing. Like, Are you part of a band? And no, first of all, that like, that astrologer told him some bullshit. There is no way your chart says you'll be a drummer. It says you'll be involved in music. Yeah. And you like to dingle on the drums sometimes during the week. Yeah. That does not mean your chart says you'll be a drummer. It means yeah. you get involved in music or the arts. Right. So you have to kind of like vague it out. Like, you know, there's options. And like, when I say like, don't focus on, don't, don't do something with money. It doesn't mean like, oh, just pottery and Pottery and <laughs> I just mean like, Find ways to bring the money to whatever you're doing. Yes. You know that. So yes, he absolutely. Could, so let's say absolutely. he wanted to be a drummer. All right, are you part of a band? Yes. Right. Uh, are you producing music and putting yes. it on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Spotify? You know, are you putting? Are you studying out there? the drums? You know different what I mean. Techniques from different do masters. You have a manager, a producer. It. Are you going to clubs and do? You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, I want to be a drummer. Do, 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 you know, money. like. If money comes. That they call buskers. Sorry, no one's saying the buskers out there. But you know, like, yes, you have to know your craft. Yeah. Know your craft. And know best. how to bring that money to you. You know, like, like even now with, you know, making videos and whatever, and my mind is like, okay, how are we going to get that money so we can make this bigger and better? And yes. You know what I mean? Reinvest, I mean, rewater, exactly. rewater the seed. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's what I meant by like don't. I completely agree. But it's not like you know I'm gonna do what I love and and somehow magically the yeah. money will come. But you just I have completely to, agree. Yeah. Hmm. So just try something. Think about what you love. And then and then work. Figure out sincerely how to sincerely and honestly on that. It's yeah. it's not that difficult. Like because working for money, you can do that for a while, but after a while, it just sort of kills your soul. That's why I left London. Yeah. That is literally why I left London. I could have been earning more than 10 times the salary that I'm earning now. Of course. 
I'm a lawyer from yeah. London. Yeah. That, that was no small feat. Mm -hmm. And the starting salary, the very starting salary for a lawyer in London, a baby, like freshly birthed lawyer, mm. is ultra high. What to speak of, you know, five years into the industry and you become an associate and you, you, you go up the ranks, like yeah. in suits, um, and you, you start making paper. And I said, I can't do this. Yeah. A lawyer's life consists of <clears throat> officially at the good firms, you know, 12 hour days, six days a week, you know, and I live that life. And that's officially like you're always on call. As a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You have a case coming up. You're going to be pulling all nighters. You're on that limited nutrition, full on power. You wake up early in the morning so you can get to the office work. Then you come back late at night. You're too tired to do anything. The one day that you have off, you just sleep or you're dealing with house chores because you haven't been able to because you've been at work. Mm -hmm. Everyone in the Western world knows this story. Mm -hmm. Here, <laughs> my life is a free as a bird. You mm -hmm. know, like I do my legal service. It's a small village. Mm -hmm. I don't have to travel far. I used to commute half an hour to get to work. Yeah. Half an hour. No, like I still like driving. I like. Wait, the do you drive? You have to take the bus in London, huh? Yeah, I love oh. the double decker bus. Double decker bus. Come on, I've never done. You've never done. How would I? So if y'all support us, <laughs> I will promise right here to make a video taking Premarova on the double decker bus in London. So please <laughs> like and subscribe, if only just to get us there, because YouTube will pay us. You don't have to touch money. You know, like I will. All you have to do is so like and subscribe. Fun. You just sit there. And you just watch people. It's like the best trip ever. Mm -hmm. It's like you sit there right at the front and I make sure I get there because all the crazy people like to sit there too. So I get there first. And then the bus just goes into the town and you're at this raised level and you're seeing life like pass by you. It's like really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Sorry. Two minute memory. Like what were we talking about? I'm on London. Um, how, to, how to figure <laughs> out your goal. So what do you, what, what, let's throw back to Sudevi. Sudevi, what, what it, what provoked you to ask that question? I just feel Good like, question. Thank you. <laughs> I just feel like it's a raising question with a lot of the youth, and especially since it feels like it's very limited for them to kind of understand at this age what they could potentially do. Mm -hmm. I feel like some advice from people who have experience is something that the youth needs and the motivation to do so, because it's hard to just go out there and be like, what do I do? And even when you do know the answer, you may not necessarily do anything about it just because you don't feel confident in doing that. So just to understand like what it is you're passionate about and how to follow through with that, I feel like it's a good advice to start off Excellent with. question. Ex I love this kind of question. Like, yeah. Excellent question, girl. What Ready? got you into doing law, though? Um... That's a funny story. It was always law. Um, Cause you're a Smith boy. I am a Smith and boy. Not a lot of them go to law. School. <laughs> yes, I think I'm like the first Smith boy to go to law. I'm very proud of my Smith roots. Like as if I went to Oxford. You know, like I love Smith. Um, I just love my Smith crew. Like if you've been to Smith, if you know, you know. You know, like, it, it was great. Um, I was always. I, I do have to say one thing though. I owe my education a lot to the support I receive from my dad. Mm. He is my hero. He is my number one son in this life. He's just like this big old ball of love 
who always supported me through everything. You know, the when it came to education, he always said, you know, my mother, as in my grandmother, you know, my dad would say, my mother told me over my dead body, but you will have some piece of paper that shows you did something. You're not going to do nothing. Yeah. And he always transferred that to me in a very positive way. He's like, do what you want to do, but go out and, and like get certified that you study, that you learn from somebody who had the experience. So he really pushed me, right, um, to do whatever I wanted. And it was stuck between acting and law. That's what it finally boiled down to. My journey was, see my chart. Mm-hmm. I, I, I very much respect our old traditions of getting information, like a lot. <clears throat> I may apply them in modern ways now, but I will never disregard them. Like, so I saw my chart and it did have this energy of lawyer, acting, creative, like that kind of thing. I had good placements for that. And I was like, ah, dumbass that I was. I want to be a liar, an actor, right? I wanted to be an actor, right? That's what I wanted to do because law was like, it just seemed like too much hard work. So I went around asking everyone, uh, should I be an actor or should I be a lawyer? Because there was this whole thing. I was really tripping on this. This is like one of the things I want to teach when I give youth advice. Like the Guru Sadhu Shastra system, right? I already did the Shastra. That's all the chart. Chart is all part of the Shastra category. It's, it's written in the books and you have a category. Then you go to Sadhu and you ask, you know, once you know what you're good at, you, your, your journey is still not done. You've still got a lot of options on your plate, you know. You may check your chart and you can do like five different things, but you still got to refine it. You can't do all of them. So what do you do? Common sense. You ask the sadhus. You ask the people who know you in your circle of life, who are more experienced, who can give you the advice as being seniors. Exactly like you're asking, right? You know, like ask the sadhus around. I asked my senior, Satadanya Prabhu. I asked everybody. And they all said, be a lawyer, dude. What are you, dumb? And I was like, I really wanted somebody to... Get that to, coin, bro. Like, they were all pushing me to be law. And I was like, I That was really, a direct quote, by the way. It was a direct quote. Yeah. Get that coin, bro. Get that bro. coin, bro. Quote, unquote, with the little line and the person who we don't know who it is. <laughs> and I wanted somebody to say after. I wanted one person oh, to say goodness. after. But see, your heart was telling you, like, you really want to act. No. No? No. My heart was lazy and didn't want to do any hard work because that's the type of person I be. (laughs) So I wanted one person to just say actor so that I could take out of the 20 people that said lawyer and advise me sincerely, like, good advice. I wanted one person to say actor so I can say, ah, he said actor. Means I'm just going to go and do ha 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 in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I went to L.A. I was uh, I was literally doing the whole ha ha trail. Like, I went there with um, Yoga and Sabri. I don't know if you guys are watching this. I went to L.A. I was part of an extra thing in um, the movie Argo. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I didn't do nothing. I just sat around and we ate cookies. We're going to have to do like, a podcast where we see the things that you've been in. And you'll see the things I've been in. There's literally two seconds. That's it. Like, I have that's no degree. Like, that's, that's all it. I need. Like, I was just... Just like the living the good life, then finally my dad's like, You should ask your Guru Maharaj. Okay. I said, Okay. Jeb Takamara. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I was still like, I wanted somebody to confirm actor, and I do love acting. I, I actually do love acting. Um, <clears throat> then finally I went to my Guru Maharaj, and then he said, I asked him, Guru Maharaj, what should I do? Should we actor lawyer? Guru Maharaj is very 
very calmly. I just the way he said it, even like everything the guru says just had this like magnanimously impact. It's like, oh, and like the fans are blowing your hair away. I don't know why. It just makes so much sense. But he was all like, you should be a lawyer. And I was like, oh. Then he was like, you know, we as a society are growing. We need people with skills who will be able to interact with the outside world. And we don't have enough of them now. You know, we have actors and there may be a need of actors, but right now if you be a lawyer, there could be a position where we grow as a society, we can have mutual conversations with people like the heads of churches and mosques and synagogues and create that sort of unity, which is why we're all here. You know, we're not supposed to be here to just, I mean, I'm, now I'm putting in my personal opinion, you know, we're not just here to be in a just bubble, be in a bubble yeah. get our life, you know, like right. we're here to serve. This is what our whole point is. You know, yeah. that's what gives our real fulfillment is how can we serve in a way that we feel happy serving ultimately, because you could even follow your chart. You could even do all of your placements and ask everybody. You can still be unsatisfied, mm -hmm. believe it or not. It is when I feel satisfied because I am giving back to my home that I'm able to take a pittance of a salary without even batting an eyelid because I'm contributing in a way that really works with me. So when he said that, I was like, that makes so much sense. Thank you, Quran. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I wasted this time asking such a dumbass question. Oh my God, I totally should have done it. You know, like totally freaking out. And then I went and did law and the path was blessed, you know? And it really was blessed because I was dumb, y'all. How did I choose my... <laughs> How did I choose my first law school? I had this whole intelligence system. Uh -huh. I'm going to open up every single website of every single university that offered a law program in the UK so that I can go through... You can tell I'm a lawyer, right? A little psycho, you know? Like, there was no, like... Just meticulous. Meticulous. You're I want to see all of them and I can just cross them off a list. Mm -hmm. So... 200 or so tabs open on my laptop and the poor thing is like, ah, like <laughs> slow like not working and i keep checking what year them was this this was 2011 okay 11, so it's like kind of working but it's struggling yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes the struggle was real <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some of them are too far some of them are too expensive and i chop them all down and after all that work yeah i narrowed down to five or ten or so but I got so fried throughout that whole process. I saw one university, the website was purple. I said, it's a sign, I applied. Okay. Turns out it was the third ranked most bottom university in London. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do it again, London. Shout out, shout out to Metropolitan. It wasn't for Metropolitan. Yes, it was. <laughs> London I, I, Metropolitan I University. Shout out Metropolitan. <laughs> yes, it was the crustiest school. But I had the best time ever. And I would recommend everyone, your first university, forget about Oxford and Cambridge. Like, we will do a whole other episode on this because we got so many things to go But like, I went from that, I graduated from that, then I got accepted into the top school. And that was a whole different ballgame. I mean, I'll totally get into that another time, but it was, it was just blessed. Like, Guru Maharaj just... It, it, it just worked. Mm -hmm. There was no resistance because I was doing right. what was naturally inclined to me. Therefore, when I went to the classes, I understood what was being talked about. I saw a lot of students who did law 
and it wasn't their forte so they couldn't get the concept and they're there going what is he talking about what and then like every lesson puts you further and further back whereas i was there like oh i get what he's talking about like i get the concept it makes sense put me in a doctor thing and i'm like what is a lymph node if i could just add one more thing that we're kind of talking about how to find your I think that's part of it, like finding your career, finding your place in life. I've always pushed this with my students, which is like, get a hobby, get several hobbies, never stop learning, because you never, because I'm thinking, you know, when you were talking about university, like, yeah, I was in there to be a doctor, and I'm studying biology, but I was also doing microbiology, virology, I was doing like religious studies just because I was interested in it and then I got into teaching and taking classes with that and so you know you shouldn't stop learning and you know even now I'm like oh I'm bored let me learn something and I learned like knit <laughs> by myself really? like, yeah you gotta do that Every, you can learn anything on the internet that is true you know so I mean just I can't knit though you don't, but you don't have to. I like, tried. I, mean, you know, like, I was doing this for like two hours. <laughs> and it, didn't go, it was not like the snow Alps sweater I'm that I wanted. You, I learned so how to knit. I was like, this is boring. <laughs> I have knit like nothing. Like I've done nothing. I made one skinny little scarf. That's it. That's it. And yeah, every time I'm I like out. pick it up and then I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this. But like the thing is like pick up a skill. Pick up a little hobby, see how you do with it, and maybe like it, maybe you don't. And that's kind of the trial for maybe this is what I want to do with my life. You Be know? curious. Yeah. So, like, maybe you're like, oh, I really love acting. And then maybe you just make a little YouTube video and put it up and see how it makes you feel. Small maybe. steps, right? It's right. like baby so steps. So just do little things. Like, pick up little hobbies, take little classes, and see where that leads you're you all. You're totally right. I see so. these kids be like, I want to do this. Okay, now it's time to like apply to like an apartment over on the other side of the world because I have to do it. Like, take baby steps. You yeah. Know, chew your Just food. try a little yeah. something and see, wet your feet a little bit and see if that's what you're meant to do or if you really even like it. Um, yeah. And that's what we got for yeah, you. Yeah, so is there something that you're interested in doing you want to talk about? Tell the world. Uh, currently, I've been really enjoying doing the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just something And that it's paying off. Yeah, it is. It sure is. It's just interesting to see, like, the changes that happen to your body and just, like, motivation is such an illusion. Mm -hmm. Like, people need to understand this. Like, motivation is so temporary. Like, motivation mm -hmm. comes from actually seeing results in what you do. And that's kind of, like, what keeps, like, me going at the moment. And even now, like, I'm figuring out things that made me interested in, like, teaching English. It's something I've always done. I've Good always, job. Like, yeah, like I've always been interested in helping people and just somehow contributing to making people's lives easier. <laughs> and like, as well as in gym, like eventually maybe I'll be interested in being like a personal trainer or a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. I could be teaching English online now. And I feel like it's just a never ending process of figuring out what it is you want to do. And it doesn't have to be something big. Like you can start off small, you know, to be something elaborate so you know you have your whole life set for you because things always change you know your motivations always change your everything always changes mm. so yeah good job that's what i've been finding interesting at the moment <laughs> flexible and adaptable that's good that's healthy you know like that's how you grow like well done 
Yeah. Does that mean I'll get discounted rates if you're a personal trainer in the future? Hails you. Yeah, that's <laughs> on. <laughs> well done. Well done to the youth. We would really appreciate, I mean, if any of you who are listening to this, if you feel you have further questions on this topic, this is our first episode, but please feel free to like bring them in. Like we welcome mm-hmm. questions, we welcome opinions. We would love to discuss this. So if there's any of you youths or God forbid even adults who still feel like, you know, you know, let's have a conversation on this. Send in your questions, mm-hmm. you know. Prema Rupa and Narayan here, we got you, boo. You know, like yeah. for sure we got something I mean, to say about something. Don't <laughs> stop me in the street. But you can you leave can a comment. <laughs> stop him on the street. You can stop me on the street. Don't <laughs> talk to me if you see me. <laughs> I don't want to know you. <laughs> I'll know you. I'm desperate to know you. No, leave I us a comment you. or you can send us an email and we'll leave everything below. But yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm just joking. She's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> You would just stop the bike. Like, <laughs> and then just fall yeah. over. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with like just wanting to make money though. I just want to say that too. Because I've always spent my whole life as a devotee being like, oh, we have to have nothing. And then once I started working at Target where I was making a lot of money, then I was like, I could do anything with this money. You know okay. what I mean? Like, but that's that a was... dangerous line, though. It is. It's like, if all you see is the money... Right. I mean, sure. Because a job is a job. Like I said, like, you know... You work to get money. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not going to pay me, why hell am I going to be working eight mm-hmm. hours in your dingy little office? Mm-hmm. But if all you see is the money... I mean... In the economy that we're in, you know, like mm-hmm. it's very hard to just only see the money and then yeah. you lose that spark. Right. You know, I don't know. I'm. That's my personal opinion. Well, I'm just thinking about, a, you know, a friend of mine was saying like we put too much focus on just to kind of look at a different point of view. A friend of mine was saying that we focus too much on doing what we're meant to do in life and whatever God put us here for, that it's like unreasonable when really we should be just working and right. being satisfied with working and having money and being able to provide for our families. You're right. And then what's wrong with doing those things that you love doing and just keeping it as a hobby, you know? Yes. So that's, I think, another angle you can approach life at if it's a possibility for You're you. You're absolutely right, actually. If I have to be honest, like, you're not going to get every single job that's going to be like, I love doing what I do. Yeah. And like somebody gotta throw the trash. Somebody gotta pick up those calls from angry customers. That's the job you have, you know. Bring up the people. However, I can also add to that and just say, determination is like what you were saying. Motivation is an illusion. Hmm. It is. It is. To me, motivation is always reminded. I'm always reminded. Always reminded. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Error four (laughs) oh four. I'm always reminded of the concept of a pendulum when it comes to motivation. Yeah. It's something that the more you push, 
little by little, the wider it swings. And it just, once it gets its own momentum, it's almost like a self-revolving thing, you know? Like, you're not gonna find, as a youth, you're 18, you're 22, you just graduated. You're not gonna find the dream job that you always done, did, love doing. Mm-hmm. Batch off of coming out of university. It's it's if that happens to you because it's possible. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw water on it. But you should consider yourself to be like Egyptian slave bowing lucky. Like you yeah, should yeah. be like, oh my god, thank you. It's like a collection of insanely good karma fell on you. Like literally, people don't get their dream jobs. My first right job was like. 12 hours at a bakery, working days at a bakery. I had to walk two miles, wake up 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) Barefoot. The streets of London. In 1827, you know, (laughs) there were tigers around. You know, I would have to walk two miles. This is real. Mm -hmm. I literally two miles, go make the bread, be there all day, deal with the customers, then wrap up, then walk back. Then I got a cycle. Another job I did was doing that other you know like uh, house products at at, if you don't know what a home depot is it's um how do you explain home Home depot where kids play (laughs) (laughs) that's a high play (laughs) so home depot is where you go to it's like a big ass warehouse where you can buy wood and lights and nails and tools and gardening Mm. stuff it's like a very man's kind of place yeah but as a kid it's great so I used to go there and do little presentations like, hi everyone, please come to aisle five. Who wants to buy the Mr. Sticky mop? That's what it's called, the Mr. Sticky. The Mr. Sticky is really great. Look, and sprinkle some dust on here and wipe it all up and the Mr. Sticky just clean it all off and it's really good. Yeah. 20 bucks for a Mr. Sticky and if you get a Mr. Sticky, you get a magic cloth. Like I'm still traumatized. Like <laughs> you get all these kind of like shitty jobs, pardon my French and English, but you do it anyways. You do it because, like you said, it's not about... You don't get the luxury of doing what you want when you want it. Mm-hmm. But you work that job. You learn to control your emotions so that you can save that money. Because sometimes you're like, I'm in such a bad job. I just got to treat myself. Let's go on a spree to Ibiza. You know? And then you come back and you're back to zero. And you have to go back to that job. You get your money. You work that job because it's money coming in. You save, you learn some financial tools, some financial skills, so that when you're 25, 27, you've got money, you've got independence to then say, I'm sorry, I no longer want to do this job. Now I'm experienced enough in the market that I can jump for higher branches in the work jungle. Then you get into something that is a little bit more you, more mature, you get a better salary, you get some benefits. They're not that great to start off with. But that is how the work life, you know, what they call it, like the materialistic, copy-pasted life, it actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. You start off small. Don't come in being like, I got my degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my money? And where's my dream career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Most you got is like potentially a foot in the door to an interview. So your generation, unfortunately for you, our generation is a little tougher. Your generation is, with all my love, it's probably hurtful to hear this, but you have to hear this, a little too sensitive, right? The job might not go your way. You know, I'm scared. I've got anxiety because of uh, going on an interview. 
I'm not saying that I'm not making fun of you at all. I get it. I feel it too. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just have to swallow it. It makes you stronger as a person. And you have to do what you need to do to get online. And then, in your personal time, you work on your little insecurities. You work on your little troubles. You work on your little fears. You work on your little cracks in your in, in your in your visage. You know, like my our previous generation was the complete opposite. No emotional softness. It was like, I mean, I love you all, Prophet disciples, but like you know, it was just like. Get the books done, get the preach. Prophet said he's left now. We don't have a leader. We gotta get the temples done. We gotta do this because that's all we know. We gave up everything. It's like boom, 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 boom. And now our children are like boom, 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 too. And it's like, whoa, we're here. Like, and now we've got the new generation that is like super established now because we've already raised all the temples. No one, I mean, those who are doing book distribution now, like, I most humbly submit at their lotus feet because. You, if Prabhupada, if it wasn't Prabhupada himself telling me to go and do books on a street, shaved up, wearing saffron, mm. out of a religion that nobody's ever even heard of, everybody knows of the Hare Krishnas now. It's like, but back then, nobody heard of you. You might as well be telling them, here's a book and give me some money. Like, like it's, it's crazy the amount of faith they had. So that resistance needs to be transferred to. So... Sorry, I'm kind of ranting. <laughs> I get very, like, I get very core with like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I want our youth to succeed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good youths, like yeah. you know, like there's some good kids in Mayapur, you know, like, and I taught some of you ratty ones too. Like, you know, if you're watching this, you know who you are. You know, like there's some good kids with a lot of talent, a lot of opportunity. We need you guys. We need you. So that's my advice. Contribute, and and. Don't be afraid to step it up. Like, level up. Like, it's so much fun. Look at us. Prime examples of adult success. (laughs) Literally, the camera goes off. We're like... "Uh." Where's my mom? (laughs) Just like, I'm tired. (laughs) Tell you, it's the good life. So yeah, that's all I had to add. I think so. I think that's all I really have to say about that topic. Okay, so be sure to check out the links below to find out more about us. Thank you everyone for watching our show. Be good to each other, and of course, be good to yourselves. And And thank thank you you for for being being dumb good. good. (laughs) And here is this week's Hari Nam. Bye.